Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of SAP and Chats. It is March 23rd, 2023. I am here joined with my man, Mr. Chance, Michaels. Chance, how are you doing today, buddy? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. We're uh what a couple nights away now from, from probably the biggest fight of the year coming up this year. Um, so far. You know, I was thinking about it, and you know, like you look at Tank and Garcia, and it's kind of like two guys fighting in their prime fighting each other at the right time when it actually matters. This is probably very similar. I'm talking about David Benavides versus Caleb Plant happening this weekend in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand Garden. Uh, our friend Cody Crowley is also on that card. He's going to be fighting Abel Romos. Um, there's a couple of other Matthews on the card. Jesus Romos. Yeah, yeah. He's fighting Uncle on the and uh, nephew. I don't know if that's ever happened before. Um, You know, Probably not. Not that I can think of. I can. Yeah. I know brothers have fought on cards. Um, but not nephew and uncle. I don't think. Maybe, but I don't nephew think so. and uncle. No, I don't yeah, think we've ever cool. seen father and son either, though. Right. So you know that should be kind of interesting as well. Um. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Ramos against Joseph Spencer. That's going to be a pretty cool fight as well. Um. But yeah. Before we get going, let's touch on this really quick before we, we review these fights and kind of give our preview and thoughts on it. Alexander Usek, Tyson Fury. What do you make of that situation, man? I think, you know, the more it's coming out, Tyson does not want to fight this guy. That's my take. I don't think so at all. I don't think he's scared of the guy at all. He's half his size. I think what it was is Tyson is being a little greedy. He's basically saying you don't sell out pay you don't sell pay-per-views. You don't sell out arenas. I'm the A-side, which he is. So you're going to have to go to my terms. So Tyson originally said, we don't need a rematch. Let's just fight. Usyk wanted the rematch. Tyson said yes. That's where this broke down is the, how much money to get. If there was a rematch, how much the split would be. Tyson wanted never, another 70-30. They said no to that. On this, If there was going to be a rematch, there would be because they both invoked their clause. So I don't think Tyson's not scared of this guy at all. The guy just stood there with Wilder, the hardest hitter maybe ever. So I don't think that he doesn't want to fight him. I just think he was trying to bully him a bit, be a little greedy. And he figured Usyk would cave on the rematch numbers, and they didn't. They they pulled off. Usyk pulled off. They called it off. Not Fury. No, Usyk he called. Kind of yeah, called they it off, right? they called it off based on the fact that they just kept demanding, demanding, demanding. But the demanding. thing that people are people are forgetting: this is still the most money Usyk's ever made. Even at thirty percent, he's still more than he's ever made in his life fighting. No, so I mean, no. still a big deal for him. No, but I get it, man. But... Tyson was being a little bit unreasonable, but he's definitely not scared of Usyk. Not, no, Usyk anybody, you know? no, he's not no. scared of that. No, I agree, but I think Usyk is way more accomplished than Tyson is. I mean, he's undisputed at cruiserweight. He holds. Yeah, but those them. belts are. But I mean, nobody the belts but, like whatever. But, Tyson, it's prize look, fighting, right? No, no, I get it, but I mean, at the end of the day, you've got to have some respect for your opponent. And I feel that a lot of this has to do with respect, and I don't think Tyson's showing that respect. I'm not saying he doesn't he have any respect him. for Usyk, right? But but and I don't think that's the fair part of it. That's what's not allowing this fight to happen, right? I mean. If it's a walk in the park for Tyson Fury, he has nothing to worry about. I mean, he got a 70-30. He's fighting in Wembley. He's got every concession. He but I agree with him, though. What's the point of the rematch? The best man wins. You take the belts. I take the belts. Let's call it a night. Hey, we, really rematch, we, right? We've talked about this on the show before, man. Neither one of us are in favor of rematches. I don't like the rematch clause, no. right? I mean, that's what fucked the whole Joshua Fury fight was that rematch clause with the Deontay fight, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's stupid. I don't think, like, a rematch should only happen, in my opinion, if a guy's held the belt for more than three years, then he gets an immediate rematch. It should just be a given, in my there's opinion. Still a, yeah, there's still a chance it could happen. Yeah, you excited that the fight's off, the talks are off, but it could still happen. I, mean, they I come don't back know. To the table. Who knows? 
Yeah, you know, it, it, it's too it, bad. It, it is too bad because I mean, that's the biggest title in boxing, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, like all of the titles are huge and important. Don't get me wrong, but like we've said, the heavyweights have a different yeah. kind of and sense. And for all the belts, right? here, all the four. And it for all four belts, right? So, I mean, you know, like who are these guys going to fight now? You know, and Usyk was going to fight in Tyson's backyard in England too, right? Another concession well, that he made. He's given all the concessions. So it's it just, it's, it's disheartening because it's like the amount of money, everything like, you know, for and and Tyson always says, "Oh, I don't care about the money. It's not the money for me." You know who cares about the mm -hmm. money? So if you don't care about the money, like what, what's the deal, man? Just fight, get it on. Like I mean, shit. Yeah. If, if you, you want to rematch clause, if you want to rematch clause, you you know you're gonna beat him, so you'll beat him twice. Yeah, yeah. He fought Wilder three times, so right. Yeah, like, I still think the fight will happen one day. Maybe not on April 29th. They're gonna get it on eventually. But this is becoming again, a hatred, like the Manny Pock and Mayweather stuff. It went on for five, six years, right? Before they finally got it on. So this, this will happen one day, just not right now, I guess. Okay, but what is what does it say for other contenders and other guys that are going for titles to say, like, okay, the WBC is like, okay, so is this gonna belt gonna be held up how much longer now? Like, how many guys are in line? Well, for Tyson Tyson's gonna have to fight Andy Ruiz Jr. That will be his next. And, and uh Yus is gonna fight Daniel Ball. If they don't no, fight no, each other, they'll next two fights I get now. it, right? No, I get but, that, but that that Usyk or sorry, the Fury Ruiz fight makes no sense. Like, I know he's gonna stupid, smash him. right? I like, I mean, that's just dumb. Why would you do that? I mean, the the Dubois Dubois Usyk has a little bit more, you know, sizzle to it in terms of just competition and whatnot. But I again, Usyk walks over Dubois. Yeah, but the problem with the Usyk Dubois fight is not going to sell many pay per views, and that's what that's Fury's point to all this. He needs me to make big cash. Yeah, he's a good fighter. He's on. You know he's undefeated and stuff, but he doesn't. He's not like a, a super popular guy, right? No, but there's only four fucking boxers in the world that can do no, that know, kind of money. Man. So you're lucky. This yeah, so you're lucky to no. fight me. Take what that's, you get. That's fine. You right? Take what you get. He's given into every concession. He's done everything he's asked him to do, and he's still making more concessions. He's making more. You know, that's the point I'm trying to make. It's like he's making it difficult. I don't think Usyk's camp's making it difficult. No, he's still, yeah, no, Fury, I agree. Fury's playing. It's all with. coming from, you know, it's all coming from there. And like you said, yeah, there's only, you know, and you keep saying this, and I agree with what you're saying, but there's only four fucking guys in boxing that can command that kind of money, right? Like, I mean, look at tonight's, the card that's coming up. Benavides and Plan aren't going to make that kind of money, and they're the main event, right? But it's still yeah. a great fucking fight. It's still awesome. It is. Yeah, but Tyson's trying to say if you want to get to the mainstream and get on the level of me and Mayweather and, and De La Hoya and Pacquiao, then you got to have to fight me. And that's what he's trying to do. What De La Hoya did to Mayweather, what Mayweather does everybody else, take less money, make all these crazy concessions and just accept it, right? It's unfair, but that's kind of what he's doing. Yeah. Not right, anyways, but it's no, doing. no, it's wrong. And, you know, and that's what hurts boxing. Yeah, I agree. He's doing everything that boxing should be getting away from. I mean, you look at this next generation of guys. I mean, like Plant and Benavides, right? You know, we'll get to that in a minute. But you got Tank and Garcia. Yeah, they're going to be making big, big money off of that fight. But we're getting the fights that need to be seen right away. That's a good one. That's good. Right? You know, so so from that perspective, I, I think those guys are going to start setting that trend where you're going to see guys fighting at the right times. You know, as this younger generation so. comes up, I think that's what you're going to see because they're hungry. They're not afraid to fight. You know, these older guys, I get it, blah, 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 you know, but at the end of the day, you're hurting the sport. You're not hurting me. You're not hurting you. Mm. You're hurting the sport of boxing and for what it stands for. And if you're trying to get out of this rut that's being put there by the UFC and MMA and other things that are around there and other forms of combat sport, 
you're not helping the cause in any way. Type it, it, Fury, I don't know if he's studying Mayweather. He's doing the same stuff Mayweather did for years. Mayweather got away with it and just fought wherever he wanted, dodged some guys, weighed the guys out, and we still hail him as one of the best. So, I mean, I don't know what Fury's doing. If I was advising him, I'd do just take the fight, let him do the rematch clause, whatever he wants, 60-40, 70-30, just get it on and finish the guy. But, like, he's hurting his own reputation, in my opinion. You know, a little like, bit. It, but it's it, like it's Mayweather kind of, did too, and we still praise that guy. He didn't this kind of games all the time in every fight he ever had. Can't wear this glove, this ring. I come out first. I step on the scale first. I pose for the pictures. All these crazy stuff Mayweather put in the contracts to kind of get guys to say, forget it. Right. And Fury's doing that too. And Frank Warren's got to take a lot of blame for this too, because he's not negotiating very well for Fury either. No, Frank Warren, you know, those guys are just all greedy, greedy, greedy men. You know, like yeah. they're, I showed you that list. Like these guys are worth over 200 300 million each mm -hmm. frank warren included right Jeez. you know so i mean it, it's just insane the amount of money that these guys make and you look at their their stables and outside of tyson fury none of those guys are making that kind of money oh i know this will right? hurt fury a little bit because they're perceiving him as the one that uh, didn't want the fight he's the one stalling it right so i don't know maybe they'll get their talks back on in a couple of days and it still happens but it's not looking good no, it's not looking good. And if it doesn't happen now, it's not going to happen. I mean, how many times has this thing fucking blown up in our faces? We were supposed to see this win October, was it? And now, now, uh, yeah, now Eddie Hearn's saying, well, you'll see Fury Joshua in the summer. So maybe Fury, uh, Fury, Joshua fights Franklin on April 1st. Maybe he fights Fury in July or August. That is if he beats Franklin. You never know. Yeah. But like I said, Franklin. I mean, you know, again, I didn't want to start the. You never know what's going to happen. Boxing, just, right? Yeah, it just kind of bothers me. I love boxing. We say right? this now, and then tomorrow morning we say Fury Usyk is on. Like, who knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean it goes back and forth, but it's just been bothering me all day. Like, you know, I had time to think about it. And I really wanted to get that off my chest because I love boxing. You love boxing. The people we 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 broadcast to love boxing, and you know, mm -hmm. just stuff like Too this bad. hurts it, right? And like you said, if there's only four or five guys who make that kind of money, four or five of those guys who are on the mainstream news wires and whatnot, not like boxing news or what have you. Yeah. <clears throat> Pardon me. What message are they sending to the casual fan? The yeah, Mayweather, this, this, you know, is right? this is bad. It's right? not a good look. It's not a good look for boxing at all. This hurts the card that's coming up this weekend, right? Like people who were considering it might not consider it like, oh, they're all greedy. Oh, yeah. they all want too much. You know, that's the casual fan thinking, not knowing Absolutely. what's this going is on. So this is bad. This is a black eye for boxing. The WBC needs to step up. Like the, the the governing bodies, like if they're taking a cut of each purse for the guy who holds their title, they need to step up and say something. Right? Yeah. I get it. I get it. The green belt is considered the main title. I understand mm -hmm. that. Okay. The other three are there, but those three outweigh one. Yeah. And I get it. He's not a name. But you have to respect the fact that Alexander Usek, A, and I'm not talking about anything personal. I'm just talking ring stuff. Mm -hmm. The guy's undisputed cruiserweight champion. He holds three of the heavyweight titles. Undefeated. Undefeated. Right? Like, so at the end of the day, he deserves some respect in Absolutely. negotiation. Oh, yeah. Did you see what Fury said about him today? Yeah, he, you know what? It was a tirade. I heard that. It was like, yeah, it's funny. I think, I think outside of five words, the rest of it was just obscenities. Yeah, you just calling him ugly and rabid. And, yeah. Right. Like, I mean, I I hate to say it, man, but I almost want to see who's going to kick the shit out of him now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just who knows, man? I, this fight, I still think will happen. Not on April 29th, but I still think they can get it all on. I almost, I almost think that he's almost afraid a little bit because, you know, like this guy can actually box him. I mean, 
Yeah, Deontay had power or anything, but he wasn't a boxer. This guy has skill. This guy has technique, right? I don't think he's. I don't think he's worried about him. He's half his size. I don't think that's what it is. I think he's just being greedy. Also, another so thing too. I'm thinking, he's not training right now, and the fight's a month and a half away. He hasn't been training. They've been saying well, so maybe Fury needs, maybe Fury needs a little more time to get ready. I don't know what he's thinking. He's an unpredictable guy. He's hilarious, right. but it's a bad look for both guys not make it happen. No, no, not. I'm not happy with it at all, Chad. So I'm no, sorry, man. I, I I don't get angry often. You know, I don't have ill feelings. That would have been the biggest fight of the year, hands down. Well, that'd have been huge. Fury and Usyk for all the belts, I think, would have been huge. I think so, but I think, you know what? I'll be honest, man. I think Tank and Javante would sell it be. out. I think it'll well, be bigger. Will. That will be a bigger fight. That's a T-Mobile, yeah. That's a T-Mobile. Plus, um, I I think they'll do more pay-per-views than than the Usyk. Uh, Usyk uh, Could, Tyson fight. I think they got a million pay per views on the on the tank fight. Yeah, he's they're I mean, pretty popular. If they were going to make that fight big, it should have been in North America, in my opinion. That fight should have been at SoFi or 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 sorry at Allegiant uh, Stadium or something. If you wanted to get the numbers, they would have sold having, it out. No problem, dude. Ha- having it in London, which is not bad. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, You're going to do your numbers, stuff. the time zones, and all that. It's like a fucking lunchtime fight. No, no. Right for us, anyway, here that, on the West Coast. Speaking of fight, is Pocky is back and he's supposedly fighting Connor Ben June 3rd in Saudi Arabia. Let's have it, man. I hope Pacquiao kicks his ass. So do I. Big age gap there, like 44 to like what is Ben 26, 28? I, I know, but you know, I think it's a stupid fight for Ben to do. Like, you want to clear your name, you want to do all the right things and this and that. So, you're going to go after a guy that, you know, by all accounts, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with Manny Pacquiao, but if he beats Pacquiao, how do you applaud him? Like you beat, a, you know, a retired. What to say he was old? He's a fighter right? and a half. You know, he's old. Just like when Ali lost, so he's old now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Pacquiao's I mean, got nothing to lose if he wins. Like, wow, he beat up the young guy. If he loses, well, he's over the hill. So he's really got nothing to lose. I think he can beat Conor Bennett, even at his age. Too. I think I so too. too. All right, let's get into it, Matt. Caleb right. Platt versus David Benavides. I mean, we've been talking about it a little bit here and there, and now it's time to really amp it up and get it going here, man. What are your thoughts on this fight as we approach it two nights away? I'm excited for it, man. I'm excited. I mean, I was reading today uh, some of the celebrities were weighing on it, weighing in on who they thought was going to win, like um, Paul Pierce and basketball players and just like the mainstream sports guys. And out of 15 guys, 10 of them said Benavides, other four said Plant. Um what about that guy from Portland? Oh, Damian Lillard. I didn't. I didn't see what he said on it. Okay, of all the basketball guys and celebrities that kind of you know follow boxing, he's the one outside of the boxing world that I would actually listen to. He knows his shit. Yeah, he does. I'm yeah. Curious, I'm. Oh, Damian Lillard, right? Yeah. Damian Lillard. Yeah. Um, yeah. My gut's no. telling me that I, I'm cheering for Caleb Plant. He's the better boxer. Um, but Benavides is a beast, man. I. I I'm a torn on this one, man. The odds say Caleb Plant is a three to one underdog. They're favoring Benavidez. But my gut tells me I think Caleb Plant is going to win by decision. I agree with you. I think he's an outboxer. Well, hands. this is where this is where I'm going to go with this. I mean, you think about it, okay, Benavides, all respect to both guys, right? Mm-hmm. I, I love both guys. It's a tough one for me to cheer as well because I, I really am a fan of both of them, right? Here's a question before you get in your breakdown. Who do you want to win? Before you tell me, who do you want to win? Who are you going to be cheering for when you're in that crowd? Or am I going to be in that crowd? Well, either from your coach or in the crowd. Um, well, if I'm in the crowd, I guess I'll take a look around the crowd and see how many Latin-speaking people there are and see if I'm going to cheer loudly or, or quietly. You know what? I, I, I'm going to go with Platt because I yeah. 
I wanted Plant to win initially after that first press conference. Um, yeah. I, I just thought it was a really, you know, with all due respect, I know you're trying to sell the fight, but I just found David to be way too aggressive for my liking. I you know, it's do. not that, you know, like I know I get it. You're selling the fight and everything. And they talked about that today in the press conference, you know, trying to sell the fight. Yeah, there is a natural dislike for one another. But I think I kind of sided with Caleb on this after that press conference. I just thought, you know, it was kind of classless and kind of, you know, demeaning a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I will stick with Caleb Platt, but I wouldn't be upset if either guy won. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, Benavidez is scary because he's 26 and 0. Yeah. His twins have been knockouts. So yeah, he's got yeah. an 88% knockout rate. This guy's heavy, heavy handed. No, so he's heavy handed. If Benavidez does win, he will finish Caleb, I think, in under nine rounds. Yeah, well, if, I, I, I thought maybe 10 I myself. I think it's going to be like a Canelo-style fight where Benavides is going to, you know, I think Platt's going to work it a little bit, you know, the, yeah. the footwork and, you know, everything else that he has going for him. Like, I mean, if you look at the skills and everything, I, I, I give the experience and skill and technique to Caleb. I give, you know, the power edge to, to Benavides. You know, it's funny. I think um, Benavides turned, he's only 26. I think, I think he turned pro at like 17 years old. He, he actually has, pro, He turned pro at 16. Okay, 16. Yeah, 16 yeah. or 17. I wasn't quite sure. But yeah. Plan actually has less fights than Benavides, and he's four years older. So Benavides, is, he's a workhorse. He's a workhorse, but Benavides also has an amateur background where Benavides doesn't, right? He kind of learned at the pro level. Mm. Um, Caleb was a backup for the 2012 Olympic team as well. So he yeah. has that amateur pedigree behind him, right? So where he doesn't have in professional fights, perhaps he makes up in the amateur side where a lot of his skill and technique have developed that that I think oh, makes yeah. him a bit more superior in the ring. They don't um, call him sweet or nothing. No, no, nothing. But Benavides, in my opinion, he's a sniper, man. His oh, yeah, shots, his shots rarely, if ever miss. So if he's going to be tagging him up all night, I think of it this way. Yes, I think Plant will win by decision. But if if Benavides wins the fight, I think it's a 10-round 10, 10 knockout, very very similar. Yeah. TKO or knockout, very similar to the way that Canelo did it, breaking him down, and breaking him down. Speaking of the winner of this fight will fight Canelo after. If he gets past John Ryder, the winner of this fight fights Canelo. You know Plant wants that revenge. Well, I mean, but both these guys want this fight, bro. Both yeah. these guys want that fight. And here we are talking about another guy that, you know, is in that class of a fury and and you know i mean okay if we look at the current crop of boxers we're not talking mayweather or pacquiao guys who yeah. used to do it who are the only guys right now that have that power fury canelo, and canelo? those maybe, are the two guys maybe tank and garcia after this fight maybe maybe after this fight one of them will for sure yeah right but i mean that's right now there's, it, only there's only two there's only two right and that's unfortunate because even whoever wins this fight they wouldn't get that fight till probably 2024 if they're lucky. Well, it depends if Canelo wants to fight twice this year. They could get it in November, well, maybe. No, no, because Canelo is looking to do the the Bivol fight next. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, I don't know what he'd take if right? take after that, this after after John Ryder fight, which is sold out. They sold out that stadium in uh, wherever Canelo goes. Is, is, yeah, yeah. So they sold that out. So he's fighting John Ryder. Um, after that fight, then they're talking about the Bivol rematch, which will probably happen in November when he fights Mexican Independence Day. Yeah, it's going right? to be a good fight, too. So that's going to be a good fight, rematch. And he apparently wants to go back up to one 170 or whatever it is, or 175 for that. 
So, I mean, if that's the case, whoever wins this fight tonight is going to have to probably sit on their hands for almost a fucking year before they get that fight. So what do you do Possible. if you're... What do you do if you're Benavides and Plant? Do you just sit there and wait, or do you? Well, this is a really good fight. We might see a rematch. Like if we see a an epic fight, a great great action, we might see them do it again. That could be no. an option. That could be an option, but I mean, at the end of the day, whoever wins, though, like I mean, why would you have a rematch at that point, though? Like I mean, again, if if Benavides well, Canelo, Canelo, right? Maybe right, right. just, just an average a gatekeeper guy, just to right. keep but, him sharp. But if 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 Canelo doesn't, okay, he's defending now, so. Do you think it's a smart? It just the thought just kind of hit me. Do you think it's a smart tactical move on Canelo's part? Hey, I I'm defending all four of my belts in May, to allow myself to go fight this guy in, in November without any mandatories, you know, clogging up the way, and then I'll fight again in May. So, all four governing bodies at one point, like I mean, if they're they're so quick to strip everyone else, but you notice they won't strip Tyson, and they won't strip Canelo of any of his belts. There's yeah, a long time of guys, They get the benefit of it all because of the money they generate, right? So they get I get it, but it's not. It's not. Fair, but it's, it's, not. it's really not. Like, I'm going on this unfair, fair thing today, man. I just mm -hmm. kind of, it's a kind of vibe I'm in. It's just, because I'm Canelo looking. and Fury keeps everybody's pockets fat, right? So they can kind of look the other way sometimes. There's a lesser fighter, okay, you fight or strip you. They kind of get away with that, right? Because yeah, it is prize fighting at the end of the day. Although it's not right. That's kind of the method behind it's it. It's only prize fighting for fucking two guys. The rest of the guys are grinding, though, man. I mean, yeah. it, it'd be different to call it. And I know what you're saying, but I, I you know, prize fighting is if everyone's prize fighting, mm -hmm. right? There's only two guys who are prize fighting, and everyone else is grinding to make their name. Yep. At every level. Like yeah, I, don't I know. know. I hear you. That's why yeah. if I'm U6 manager, I would say, you know what, dude? Let the rematch clause be 70 30. You already agreed to the first fight. Who cares? Let's get it on. If we're if you're going to beat Fury, then beat the guy twice. Take his belts, humiliate the guy. That's how I would have approached it. No, no, I get that too. And I, you know, if, if the other thing is like, one can argue like, okay, why are you afraid of the rematch? Like, what's the big deal, Tyson? You got this in the bag. You're going to win it. You know, every, you, you even yours believe that, and I and I understand yeah. that. You know, it's hard to go. I guess maybe because guy. he's getting older, he's like, you know what? We undertake calls, get on the next fight. So I don't, I don't know what his method is. He could be all mind game. You never know with Fury. It's unpredictable, dude. The guy retires after every fight. I know. And he and he at the very last minute before they're about to strip him, they 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 he oh no, I'm gonna fight. Mm. You know, like I, I don't like these games, man, because like I said, if yep. there's a, if there are only two guys in the boxing world that are making all the money, they're making all the headlines, they're the ones who are putting the black eye on boxing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't agree. This is a bad look. I totally agree. All right. Kayla Plant wins by decision. I agree with you. That's what I was going to say, but you said it first. But if Benavides does win, I think Benavides does it within 10 rounds, but a very Canelo-like style where he just breaks him down, breaks him down, yeah. and eventually just outpowers him. Today at the press conference, he was talking about breaking his jaw and knocking him out. I mean, there is a lot of bad blood there. I think that could work against him, but it could also all just be talking, you know, just you know, getting us worked up for it. I think it's just going to be a stellar fight. Oh, I, I can't wait. And one more thing wait. we're talking about that. Caleb Plant is a three to one underdog. So whoever's listening, if you think Caleb Plant's going to win, put a hundred bucks on him. You'll put 300 bucks in your pocket. That's beautiful. Beautiful. And his shoes are going to be on point. You see his shoes for the fight? Like he's a sneaker. I didn't see the right? shoes. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah great, he's a sneaker. He's got a wicked collection. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really colorful. Nothing I'd wear in public or, or anything like that. It's not my style, but wow, man, they look pretty sharp. I got to give That's them credit. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's look at this. Uh, 
let's look at this undercard, man, because this yeah. whole fucking the all four fights on this pay per view are it's loaded, amazing. It's the loaded card from top to bottom. How boxing should be, right? Should and be and the way I look at it, you look at this undercard. One of these matches could actually outshine the main event in many ways, if you Good. think about it. Let's look at Jesus Ramos against Joseph Spencer. Two young bucks, two young undefeated guys coming both undefeated, both of them. Ramos, 19 and 0. Spencer, 16 and 0. Super welterweight. I mean, these guys have something to prove. They're hungry. Um, I'm just looking forward to this, man. I really, really we got the Southpaw in uh, Jesus versus the Orthodox in Joseph. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be an interesting, interesting tilt. I mean, I. You know, it, it's well, they're um, only 22 years old. It's very rare that we get two young, good fighters that could be future superstars fighting. They're only yeah. 22. So, yeah, no, I love he, that. Well, Jesus started in uh 2018. Uh, you know, he started nine wins in a row with, with all knockouts, right? So, the guy is on a trend. Uh, you know, both are saying this is a huge opportunity for both of them. This is that stepping stone both guys have been looking for. Being the co-main event as well is saying a lot for both these guys, considering yep. their records and how much they've actually accomplished. So I, I think it's going to be good, man. Um, you take it. Ten round fight. Ten round fight. You know what? I, I for 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 some reason I'm going Joseph Spencer on this one. I just have a feeling that he's just going to outwork him, and I think he's going to take this fight. I I I don't know. I think it's going to be a stoppage in like the ninth or tenth round. That's Fair my enough. that's my take on I'm, it. I just I'm going with, with with your boy Jesus, and I'm going to okay. say he puts. I, I'm going to say he stops Joseph seven rounds and under. All right, all right. PKO right. refs refs going to step in. Let's do it. Great fight though. Twenty two years old, two young bucks. Can't wait. Now this is the fight I'm actually one of the fights I'm kind of really looking forward to here is the Chris Colbert versus Jose Venezuela. Now both guys are coming off losses. Yep. Now, Venezuela, though, came off a loss that really made him look really bad. Like, he looked really bad at that fight. Like, he he was unprepared, and, you know, he got the shit kicked out of him. Let's call it the way it is, right? <laughs> Col yep. Colbert lost, I get it, but it was nothing like the way Venezuela lost. So, coming yep. into this fight, both these guys have something to prove. Both these guys really have something to prove. I think this is a do-or-die fight for one of them. Not do-or-die forever, but in terms of their trajectory and in terms of their growth, one guy's going to take a few steps backwards and have to work extra hard to get back to here, where the other guy is going to be able to rebound and start working forward again. Um, I think Colbert wins. I'm with you on this one. Yeah, I think he's going to get a decision. These guys only have one loss each, so... They do, I mean, but I mean, I heard an interview with Venezuela today. I was listening to it, and you know, they asked him like, you know, "What what happened with that loss?" And he said, "Look, I, I went in. I wasn't unprepared. My training wasn't right. I didn't diet properly." Like, I'm not saying that's not things you want to hear from a professional fighter. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, you're not right. you're supposed to do all these things. If you don't, do you're them, paid to do. You don't have a real job. That is your job, dude. It's like someone saying to me, "Oh, Samson, you're a good dad." Well, thanks, but you're not supposed to say that. I'm supposed to be a good dad. What you do, yeah, goes without saying, do, right? It goes without saying. So guys out there looking for compliments about being a good parent, fuck off. You're <laughs> supposed to be a good parent. Yeah. Right? This is a 10-round fight. So you got Colbert by decision? or what do you I got say? Colbert by decision. I think they're going to fight it out. I, I think I think both guys are going to be kind of cautious going in. As we get into the fifth and sixth round, I see it opening it up a bit. You know, um, a very technical, very touchy-feely first three, four rounds. And then I think we'll start to see it open up a little bit. But I think by that point, Colbert's going to probably bank a couple rounds, which could, you know, make it a bit easier for him. I'm not saying he's going to coast, but I think Venezuela has more to prove. I think there's more pressure on Venezuela coming into this fight, coming off the loss. Um, 
you know, and after his comments today, everyone who listens to that interview is going to, you know, maybe feel the same way I do. Like, why, why would you not be prepared for a fight? I think, yeah, I think Colbert is going to win by decision. But if Venezuela wins, it's going to be by stoppage. I mean, he's got 13 fights and eight by knockout. So he's got he's 80, 60%. So he's got some good power. Uh, Colbert doesn't have much power. I mean, six KOs, 17 fights, 35%. But my, I put my money on Colbert, decision, 10 rounds. He wins it. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. I just don't trust Jose to be in shape. You never know. You don't know what no. the guy's doing. So can't trust a guy that makes excuse. Not at this level, at least. Well, no. And like I said, I think right. he has more pressure on him because of the way he lost in his last fight. So, yeah. you know, it, it's imperative for Colbert to, to kind of, you know, um, take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And, and bank some of those early rounds. I think that's where the key in this match will be. If it goes a distance, it's because Colbert wins, in, you know, uh, by decision, by banking early rounds because of the indecisiveness, I'm assuming or guessing. Yeah. Uh, uh, I could see Jose Stoppel, though, because he does have more power than Colbert. So no, he does. He does, but I think he's going to be tentative and a little wary for the first two or three rounds. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's kind of like I'm, I'm looking at the Kamaro Usman uh, Leon Edwards fight that happened this past weekend, right? Yeah, um, by all accounts, I thought, you know, Usman was just going to walk over him, but he looks so disheveled. He looked like a shell of himself. Yeah, and, he's slowing. Age is catching him. Right, Age is catching him, but I, you know, I don't know if he caught this, but Masvidal was talking uh, to Joe Rogan. I heard about it. Yeah, and he was talking about his knockout from 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 getting knocked out by Usman. And he said, of all the guys that knocked me out, he's the guy I never thought would knock me out. And it hurt him. Like, it, it took him a while to get over, mentally yeah. to get over it. Physically, he got over it. But the mental thing, because he's never been knocked out. So when someone gets knocked out, you know, sometimes you need to take a little bit more time to kind of let your body heal and your mind heal. Because if you go back too soon, I think in the case of Usman, in this case, I think he he was too tentative and he didn't let himself flow. Which, which and Edwards round, has a number now. He's beat him twice now, right? Yeah, you know, but that's a whole, that you, know hard, right? you know what, that, that, this is a show for another time. I, but there's so much going on there, but, to, but let's get back to the, all right, brother, man, this is the fight that I'm really, really looking forward to. Not because we had him on the show, but I've that been doesn't watching hurt. His, yeah, this it doesn't hurt, but <laughs> I've been a big fan of him now. I've been a fan for him for a while. Um, Cody Crowley against Abel Ramos, the uncle on this card. Uh, oh, the, yeah. Yeah, the journeyman, I guess you could say, to a certain yeah. extent. I mean, the journeyman against the up-and-comer. Um, I got Crowley winning. Pretty close in age, 31, 29 years old. Cody's 29, he's 31. So it's ages, they're the same age, pretty much. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, Cro- Cro- Crowley started his career in uh, 2014. Um, you know, so, I mean... Look, I, I just think Crowley's Crowley's got this Crowley's got this match, right? And I think he's just going to keep coming forward and just being very aggressive and very aggressive. Um, you know, just just kind of keep pushing him back, man. I think I think that's just the mantra here. He's just going to come out. He's going to be aggressive. He's going to fight with everything he's got. There's a lot that he's fighting for. You know, I hope I hope that his emotion doesn't get the best of him. Um, you know, you can train, you can do everything, but with the emotional sediments that are attached to him going into this fight you know and i i just hope that once those lights go on and he comes out that it doesn't affect him it will see he's dialed in he's dialed in completely i know but i mean if there was any fear that i had was that 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 emotional piece you know coming to light you know at the last minute you know what i mean you never know what's going to happen as soon as you walk out when you hear the crowd roar 
when you hear it all happen, when you see the lights, when you hear your name, when he sees all those cameras, you know, the psychology of it changes a little bit, right? Abel Ramos is the gatekeeper, right? And Co he's in Cody's way. Cody wants to get to Errol Spence. He wants to get on the big stage. Some people call Cody a fringe fighter, you know, meaning that he's never been on the big stage. His name's not really known. This is Cody's coming out party. They call him Cody the Cripper Crowley. I'm going to call it Cody's coming out party because Cody is going to finish him. I think TKO by round seven or eight, he's going to break him down. Cody just keeps coming forward. He's punishing. He's dialed in. We're not just saying that because he's on the podcast, but Abel Ramos is only two years old. He's got way more miles on his body. Cody's only got 21 fights. Cody will win this in under eight rounds. He's an eight-to-one favorite, so Vegas is giving Abel Ramos no respect. However, if you bet Cody to win via knockout, TKO, or disqualification, three-to-one odds, 100 bucks pays you. 300 bucks, that's my bet right there. Cody, by one of those. Fair enough, man. I will yep. say Cody and Ted, uh, TKO. Yep. I think that's how it's going to happen. Yeah, you. yeah. I, I just think him, that pressure is just going to be too much eventually. Uh, as the rounds go on, the pressure is just going to be too much. And, you know, Cody, Cody's got cardio for years. Oh, yeah. He works hard. He's dialed in. His diet's dialed in. His body looks fucking oh, beautiful chiseled. right now. He's oh. looking great. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, I think everything now up until Saturday is just, you know, mandatory, just the way in, whatever. I think he's already there. So watching him today as well, it was kind of emotional to hear him talk. Um, you know, it, it it this is a lot for him, man. He's the journey. And yeah, you know, maybe I'm being a bit of a homer, but you know, just knowing his journey, knowing where he came from, knowing everything about him now, you know, sharing the microphone, sharing the screen with him. This is his coming out party. And yes. I've been I've been promoting it all week on Instagram. I've been promoting it on TikTok and Facebook. Guys, we're we're gonna let the, the world's gonna know something we already knew. This guy's yes. for real. And Errol Spence. Errol Spence knows uh, it because he's taking some shots at him. Because he knows this guy could potentially, you know, he's there. He's coming, man. So Errol, mm. figure your shit out, son, because Canada's coming. We're gonna fucking take that belt, son. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah, I'm not, like this is a all great right? card. People I try to be all four yeah. fights are great. No, if there's a pay-per-view to buy, if you want to spend $60, this is a good $60 to spend, man. Four get, big fights. Good, bro. Get a couple of your buddies, three or four buddies. What is it? 20 bucks each? Yeah. You can't go wrong, man. You spend that no. much on a bottle of booze or a case of beer. Isn't that how much it costs now? Well, it depends what you're getting, but yeah, give or take. Right? I don't know. I, I don't buy alcohol that often, so... um but yeah, great, so that's great pay-per-view, beautiful Las Vegas. Beautiful, beautiful Las Vegas. Speaking Along of Las the line. Vegas, can I can we say it now? Let's do it as we're winding this baby up. All right. So guys, check this out. Sap and Chance are going to be in Vegas as soon as we wrap this podcast up. We're gonna pack our bags, hit the hay, take a nap, wake up, and hop on a plane to Vegas. We're going to be there for this card. We're going to be in the crowd. So if you guys are watching at pay-per-view, make sure to look out for that fucking shirt behind you. Uh, one of us will be wearing it, hopefully, for sure. If not both of us, I hope. But, yeah. um, you know, here we are, man. We're coming down. This is our second trip to Vegas. Uh, this time around, we're more experienced. We know what we're doing. We got a bit more ideas of what to, to look for. So we expect some good things. Um, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bed. I'm Bag. I've been talking to a couple guys that we've collaborated with and talked to. Uh, well, we, we've talked to one of these individuals. Um, we're going to be doing some things with him in Vegas as well. Also, there's another couple of people that I'd be reaching out to. 
hopefully we get some confirmations. And uh, these are also, you know, names within the boxing world. They carry some weight. So hopefully we, we, we can, you know, shed some light on that. But guys, look out for us. We're going to be doing some live YouTube hits while we're there. We're probably going to do some live hits on Instagram. So just come and check it out. And uh, who knows, man, we might do an impromptu podcast while we're down there with some of the guys that we're with. So the next, 40, the next 48 hours are going to be explosive, Chad's. I we won't even be there for 40 hours. This is a quick trip in and out, but it's going to be fun. In and out. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I almost wish we had one more day, like we had oh. the full Friday, but I mean, it's okay. It is what it Four's is. Four's too much. Two's not enough. Three's perfect. Three is perfect. So now we know the next number. Time. Next time. Yeah, we'll be there soon. Um, but ironically enough, we didn't know this when we booked. SmackDown is on Friday night in oh, Vegas, we'll too. Time. Well, we might catch the first last hour. We could we potentially might. if we can, we'll go to T-Mobile right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We potentially could catch the last hour. If not, we'll see who's coming out and see if we can catch any of those guys. So who knows what we're gonna get this weekend, man? Yeah, we got all our fishing reels out, we got everything out, we're coming prepared. So Vegas, fucking batching down the houses, get ready because Sap and Chance are coming to town, baby. Woo! Can't wait. A little bit of a clear there for you. Um Okay, so on that note, we made our predictions, okay? So we both think that Platt's going to win by decision. Yeah. Okay? Uh, we both, you're going with Jesus, and I'm going with Spencer. Yeah. We're, I'm going with Colbert. You're going with Venezuela, you said, or are you going with Colbert? I'm going with Colbert. I don't think he went by decision, but Venezuela yeah. might stop him. Yeah. Okay, okay. And we're both Cody guys. Yeah. We love you. We love you, Abel. Nothing against you. We're nope. just we're just Cody guys on this night. So my bets for the weekend: hundred bucks is going on Caleb Plant, three to one to win. Hundred bucks is going on Cody Crowley to win by TKO, KO, or disqualification. Each time, pays you three hundred bucks. Fantastic, man! Bets. All right, are you going to place this in Vegas? I'm going to place it right at the window, man. Right at the beautiful MGM. All right, brother man. Well, I guess I'll be with you, so maybe yeah. I can do it with you. I've never really yeah. bet on a fight, so this will be my first time yeah. ever betting. Yeah. Uh, yes. Sam does not gamble, people. I'm not a good gambler. I would never played cards. Even being a South Asian man, I have no <laughs> idea what these Indian people play. I have. I no don't know either, but they play. They play a lot of. They games play. They play a lot of that shit. Like one time, I saw them play. They go, "Do you want to play?" I'm like, "No, thank you." And I just had to walk away. I couldn't. Couldn't figure it out for the life of me, man. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's gonna be great. We're gonna have a blast. So, guys, please stay tuned. Uh, we're going to cut it short. We're going to do a couple things here to remind you, but guys, we will be in Vegas. We're going to be there. We're going to cover as much as we can. We're going to create as much content as we can. Um, a, a quick vacation, but a lot of work. So yeah, we're looking forward vacation. to it. Yeah. A working vacation with a little bit of Chipotle and, uh, what else ever good to eat out there? I guess the one place I do want to go this time is the guy restaurant. Yeah, I was. To be fair, I'm going to say it on the show. I was not impressed with Gordon Ramsay's burger restaurant. You didn't like it? I liked it. But yeah, it's not for everybody. No, I liked it, but I didn't like it for what I had to pay for it. Yeah, it ain't cheap. You no. got to get a tip spot out there. Maybe we'll hit that up. It's a quick one. Yeah. Okay, we'll see let's how it goes. It. Let's do it, brother. All right, guys, on that note, my name is Bobby Sampson. I got and one quick thing to do here. Oh, I apologize. Quick things in boxing yeah. history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, 51 years ago, Mr. Joel Calzaghe was born undefeated champion. And also, one of my favorite fighters, Arturo Thundergotti, knocked out Wilson Rodriguez six rounds at the Madison Square Garden Hulu Theater. It's a great fight. Check it out, 1996. Gotti, eh? You always think, like, okay, when we need... And they almost pack. stopped the fight because his eye was so swelled up. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. And you wanted to pop them down. When, so. when Gotti... Saw, when Gotti... 
unfortunately left this world. Did he have any more fights in him, or was he? No, he was done. done. He's retired for two years. Okay, okay. So we got the best of him, right? So there's yeah, he no... retired at thirty-five, but he was yeah, yeah, yeah. So many miles of those wars, he was finished. His last oh, two yeah. fights, he got KO'd. He's done. I miss him. Yeah, he's a crazy good guy, man. I miss him. I do miss him. I truly miss him. I don't know if he would have stayed in boxing as a commentator, an analyst, or anything like that, or if he would have just walked. He away. was out of control of all the drinking and he's fighting in bars and just was. I don't know, man. It was just yeah. too much, right? Eh? Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. Always the greats. Always the greats. Always yeah. the greats, eh? All right. Okay. Look. On that note, um, my name is Bobby Sampson, and this is Chance Michaels, and, and we're going works. to Vegas. Can't wait. In the words of great ACDC, those that like, subscribe, and download and watch the fight on the weekend, we salute you. We do salute you. And uh, guys, we're going into the weekend. So I'd be remiss if I didn't say, please be safe. Uh, enjoy yourselves no matter what you guys are doing. Spring is here. I know the weather out here on the West Coast is a little shitty today, but I mean, I think it's going to get better by the weekend. So please be safe. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy each other. Respect each other. Love each other. And we will see you Tuesday with our WrestleMania prediction show and card breakdown show. Now wait. So guys, on that note, in the words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Samp and Chance. Have a great day, everyone.